Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Amen. Um, this morning, with the short time that I have, quite sure if I have I have like I have like 8 to 10 messages inside me this morning and I've just been I've been thinking to myself since yesterday night I've been quite struggling what exactly God wants me to preach on what does God want me to talk about this morning say that I came down I'm entering into the crowd what does God want me to teach about? There's a lot. We're doing a series currently. That's the aftermath, understanding divine purpose, right? But yesterday night, I have my message written already. This morning, I started to feel a certain way that maybe God wanted me to go into my archives of deep teachings and pull out some messages there. And and I went through them this morning I was praying but I think my heart is locked on something by the spirit and it's going to be very helpful you know this season we are teaching on um, purpose, understanding divine, divine uh, I say divine <laughs> divine purpose so I don't really have a message I just have something that will leave you for the rest of your life in a way that would bring you to the beginning of the manifestation of God's purpose in your life. I thought somebody would say amen. So, let's start. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. Last week, I spoke about in you and through you. I many of you remember that? And I spoke about the fact that we look at things not from the in through you, the in you, meaning that many people focus on what God would do through them, but not what God would start in them. And so we said that the priority of a man's life should literally be, particularly after the next conference, should be what God is going to do in you and not first through you. And we used the man um, Abraham as the prototype of the kind of person that we should become. And we said that God told Abraham after himself and Lot had had their quanta, meaning that Lot said to Abraham, you know, you, we have issues in this place already. Can you, can we just buy this land? My herds will go to this place, my, your own herds will go to this place and let's make a decision right there. And the Bible talked about how Lot lifted up his head, 
living for him. <laughs> Amen. And we said how Lot lifted up his head, right? And no, no, no. He's getting it though. I wanted to say something. You know, there's a message in that in itself that anyway, it's not for this place. <laughs> I should say it, Avi. Eh? I should be saying it, Avi. Okay, there's a message. <laughs> Thank you, you're helping me. So there's a message there, meaning that, you know, my first keyboardist in the new was Kelly Chi. I don't know if he's there. Alright, he's the one that used to play for me. Then, Pastor Mayawa came from, Dike Mayawa came from, and then took over, and nobody else could get playing for me. Because there's a sound I use to teach. And there's a way the Lord helps me to operate in that. Nobody else was able to get it. So if I'm going to Kuala Lumpur, Mayawa has to follow me. If I'm going to uh, anywhere, when I go to Akure, I go to Roy, I, any place I go to preach, he follows me. Because he gets the sound. And so, I just realized last week we had a retreat. And he was not around. And so this young man, the first time he played for me, it was like, you know, when somebody's playing and they are drumming, it's like climbing cymbal. But yesterday, for yesterday, as he started playing, I was like, ah, I thought, I thought it was my world that was playing. So what has happened there is number one, he has observed. Number two, he desired it and there was a transference. That's a message. So let's clap for him. Now, no go for my hand. <laughs> As I don't talk, say the transference day. No go there. I could just leave that place. Leave that place. So this morning, I want to help us go into the scriptures and check some deep things in the Bible. So we're talking about divine purpose, understanding purpose. And one of the things that we must realize about purpose is that your purpose is in Christ Jesus. I know that many times we talk about, oh, my purpose, my purpose, my purpose. But really and truly, your purpose is in Christ. In fact, there is nothing really called my purpose. It is actually Christ's purpose. You are only fulfilling Christ's purpose because there is only one purpose oh thank you Jesus and that only one purpose is Christ that Christ be magnified that Christ be lifted up that your life is a showpiece to the world that if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Meaning that your life can lift Christ up. That will draw many to him. And so our purpose 
in Christ. Now, it is also very important to know that God can put something inside your life for him and for his agenda and that thing remains there and can never come to the fullness of its realization whereby people can see Christ through you. If you take a phone, what is the most powerful thing? The phone that we used to call. What is the most powerful thing inside that phone? It's a SIM card. If you take the SIM card away from the phone, the phone is great, but the phone would only function based on the limitation as the phone is. The moment you put the SIM card inside that phone, the life of that phone comes back. Meaning that you can make calls with that phone, you can receive calls with that phone, the intention of that phone of the manufacturer, pardon me, of the phone is now well known. Why? Because the SIM card is now back into the phone. This morning, the Holy Spirit laid in my heart. I started to feel a little bit. I want. I had a powerful message in this place. But I went into my notes. And I'll tell you why. The Holy Spirit placed it in my heart that this morning service is an activation you know there's something about teaching purpose but there's something about dawning on you you didn't hear it there's something about teaching purpose and there's something about that purpose inside of you comes alive it, it wakes up meaning that the things that they have been telling you they are telling you they are telling you they are telling you they are telling you, you are now the one telling yourself. Meaning that that push that people push you to be, that's oh, come and be discipled because there's so much more for you. You wake up, something just wakes you up that, oh, this is my life. This is what I'm about to be doing right now. This is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. There's a difference. There's a difference when you know what to do and not doing it and when you know what to do and not doing it there's a difference between when you know that there is a destiny for you to fulfill there is a divine assignment there is something on the earth particularly in this time where you are right now where you sometimes just feel like there's something God wants to do with you you sometimes just feel as though there's an assignment for you. Some of you, you feel as though there's an assignment, but there's also certain limitation, certain barriers that would not just make you be able to do it. Let me tell you something. You can know that you ought to be discipled, but you may not have the power to go and say, I want to be discipled. You can know the decision you ought to make, but you might not have the power to make the decision that you ought to make. However, either way you look at it, destiny, call it. Destiny beckons. Destiny always calls. The deep always calls into the deep. Let me tell you something. You can shake everybody and they ask you, how are you? But deep within yourself, you can know when you are not fine. 
You don't need anybody to tell you. And when I mean you are not fine, meaning that you can see a you, but the you in which people are seeing is not the you that you, you are seeing. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm talking about. It means that people give you compliments. They give you high five. They talk about all the good things that you do and you can be, but you yourself, you know that I am not in the fullness of my past, of my capacity and my potential. So this morning, it's an activation. I can go into scriptures for you, but I'm just going to just move us a little bit this morning and then we'll take it from there. In the Bible, there was a guy called Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet. And in those days, Ezekiel was one of the prophets who was also taken from, from Judah to Babylon, the meaning of the word Ezekiel, the real meaning of Ezekiel is the strengthened one. Strengthened by God. Another word is called the strength of God. Oh, listen closely this morning. I have a prophetic word for you. And Ezekiel, God showed him deep things about Babylon and about the fact that a year would come where eventually Babylon who has come and taken the people of Judah the children of Judah and Jerusalem would eventually still go back and so his name was strengthened by God because he needed strength to be able to dictate and declare the mysteries of God to a people and to a generation watch this in Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 3 let's go into scriptures this morning Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 3 it says the word of the Lord came expressly to the priest Ezekiel the son of Buzi the land of the Chaldeans by the rivers Shefba, Shefba, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. Now if you go down to verse 17 and read from verse 1. It says, And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Go to verse 18 again. I want to show you something. Follow me this morning. And the word of the Lord came to me again saying, go all the way again because of time to verse 20, chapter 27. Let's start from verse, verse chapter 26. And it came to pass in the 11th year on the first day of the month that the word of the Lord came to me saying ah, ah. now go back to chapter 27 and the word of the Lord came to me saying See, sometimes when you read the Bible may the Lord begin to show you deep things in the Bible I pray that your eyes begin to see 
the scriptures the way it is and the meaning of the scriptures that's my prayer for you this season now go again to chapter 28 chapter 28 the word of the Lord came to me again saying son of man say to the prince of Tyre thus saith the Lord God go to chapter 29 have you observed that Ezekiel the prophet of God would always start out every of his texts and his letters saying the word of the Lord came to me saying the word of the Lord came to me saying again now go to chapter 29 in the tenth year in the tenth month on the twelfth day of the month the word of the Lord came to me saying go to chapter 31 let's go to chapter 30 the word of the Lord came to me again saying go to chapter 31 now it came to pass in the 11th year in the third month on the first day of the month that the word of the Lord came to me saying go to chapter 33 or chapter 32 and it came to pass in the 12th year in the 11th month on the first day of the month that the word of the Lord came to me saying change the sound for me a little bit now watch this go to chapter 33 again the word of the Lord came to me saying why is Ezekiel always starting out his text by saying the word of the Lord came to me the word of the Lord came to me the word of the Lord came to me saying the word of the Lord came to me saying now if you go to chapter 34 and the word of the Lord came to me saying what is going on here Ezekiel chapter 35 moreover the word of the Lord came to me saying now let's go to chapter 37 Ezekiel now says it didn't start out by saying the word of the Lord came to me saying Ezekiel says the hand of God was now upon me <laughs> it says the word of the Lord has been coming but now the hand of the Lord is now <laughs> oh I wish I had time this is a retreat message if I had time I'll go into the text one after the other one after the other but let's let's do crash course I don't really like Sunday services, but to preach, it's not. But let's let's just do crash course. Now in thirty-seven, it changes his message completely. He didn't say the word of the Lord came to me again. He now said the hand of the Lord. Ah. So, what is the difference between the word of the Lord and the hand of the Lord? 
in the book of Exodus, there was Pharaoh. Now, Pharaoh was as vowed that the children of Israel were never going to leave Egypt. He had vowed. So God rose and called forth a guy called Moses in the burning bush and says, Moses, go to Pharaoh and tell my people, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. If you read that text, there was conversation and let me use paraphrasing. Pharaoh says, yes, sir. If you would allow me go with Aaron. Says, yes, go with Aaron and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. So Moses went to Aaron, to Pharaoh. Hear the word of the Lord. God says, let my people go. Then Pharaoh says, you're a very stupid boy. You brought the word of the Lord to me to let my people go. To where? I want you to listen to me this morning. Caravatas. To where? He said, oh, so that they can serve him. Stupid boy. Okay, show me that God gave you power to let him go. So he brought out his rod, put it. Pharaoh said, look at this guy. Do you know, even we, we know how to do this thing. Magicians, where are you? Bring your rod. They dropped their own too. Their own, the rod of Moses swallowed the magician. He said, it's not enough. So he went again. Then God told Pharaoh, Moses, go back again to Pharaoh and tell, my, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. But this time, tell him that if you don't let my people go, I will do something for you. So Pharaoh, Moses went to Pharaoh. said, God told me, let my people go. The word of the Lord. He said, okay. What is God going to do? What's the worst he can do? So, you see there, Pharaoh came. Then God now started striking. The first, some of the many stories you see, the locusts, the plague, the water turning to blood, all of those plenty things that happened. Then God now called Moses and said, you have went, you have gone to Pharaoh to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. But I know Pharaoh will not let my people go. So what I'm going to now do, because you went with my word, now it's time I will stretch forth my hand. <laughs> and when I stretch forth my hand, I will smooth the all of the firstborn son of Egypt from the firstborn to the firstborn animals I will stretch forth my hand so when the Bible talks about the word of the Lord and the hand of God what's the word of the Lord what is the hand of God Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 6. May, may, you, may you read the scriptures and understand them. And said, O oh Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over the kingdoms 
gates of the nations and in your hand is there not power and might so that no one else is able to withstand you in your hand so when you see the hand of God what is there so Psalms 44 verse 3 Psalms 44 verse 3 activation of purpose tonight this morning it now says I want to give these people land oh you can hear me I want to bring the new into inheritance I want to bring people into divine purpose after the next conference they know what to do but there needs to be a power to do what they now need to do so at the next conference they add the word they receive the word but now it's time for my hand now it's time for my hand <laughs> so watch this it says for they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword not that their own arm save them but what it's your right hand and the light of your countenance that favored them what is it about this right hand of God what is it about the hand of God then Jesus dies resurrects and is now made to be seated at the right hand what is it about the right hand that Ezekiel said before I heard the word of God but now the hand of God <laughs> I heard the word of God but now the hand of God Psalms 80 verse 17. Let your hands be upon the man of your right hand. Upon the son of man whom you have made strong for yourself. Let your hand. So go back to Ezekiel chapter 37 now. Let me tell you what I came to do here this morning. At the next conference, you receive the word like Ezekiel. Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6. The word of the Lord came. 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 But today, the hand of the Lord When Moses was before the Red Sea, you know what God told him? Stretch forth your hands. And part the sea. So he brought his rod out. Stretched it forth. The thing parted. So in Ezekiel chapter 37, 
37. Go to Ezekiel 37 now. And the hand of the Lord was upon me. Somebody say the hand of God is upon me. Remember what the hand of the Lord represents is power and might. He says, the hand of the Lord was upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and he set me in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. So you can be receiving the word of the Lord. God is speaking to you. He's telling you things. Let me tell you something. That is the thin line between manifestation and hearing word. Because you have many prophecies that you have written in your prophecy book. But some of them has not manifested. The thin line between the manifestation of the words that you have received and the actualization of the word is when the hand of God now sets in motion. This is why you can have many words that has come but many words that has not been fulfilled. It's when the hand of God now comes. Aka, akaya. Yoruba one says, Owa Huluwa. Kaya. that when you are fighting with somebody when you are angry what do you point at the person your right hand did like this is the hand of power so you can have visions you can have dreams you can have things that you saw at the next conference but yet remain undone you can be receiving plenty word you were writing notes what was coming what was coming all through the next conference what was coming what was coming but until the hand moves Sit down, sit down. Watch this. Now, in, in chapter 2 of Ezekiel 37, 
then it caused me to pass by them around and behold there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very many and he said to me son of man can these bulls leave so I answered oh Lord God you know son of man all these prophecies I've given to you all these words you have received can it come to pass remember when the hand of God is upon you it's power and might anything is possible so verse 4 again it said to me now I'm not the one who is going to prophesy because the hand is already at work so he says prophesy to these bones whole dry bones hear the word of the Lord pause there let me show you what that means the reason why the word of the Lord must come before the hand of God is that when you need to move it into manifestation it is what he has told you in the word that you will now use is what he has told you before in the word or in the scriptures let me teach you how to pray this morning can i teach you how to pray let me teach you how i pray i pray to pray let me explain what that means can i give admit in the new this period okay i pray to pray what that means is you go to god in prayer and you wait on god to get a word the reason why we pray is to get a word from god pictorial images let me give an example elijah had the sound of abundance of rain and so he said i hear the sound of abundance of rain but elijah ran up to this mountain top on bended knees with his head on his laps praying and waiting let's assume he was praying in the spirit which he wasn't at the time so he told the person beside him his servant he says go and check for what you see the servant went and says i don't see anything he said that's good i would wait more until there is a sign to see so he waited there in prayer then the servant came back and said wait 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 i see like a cloud from he said that's it all I need is to hold on to something. Ay, 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 ay. I don't need to see the rain. I don't need to see the manifestation of the rain. I just need to see something that looks as though it's about to rain. I don't need the promotion yet. I just need to hear that it's like there's about to be promotion at the walk. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? I don't need to let me tell you something everyone I'm a prophet let me tell you sit down let me tell you something look at me Kyla Patella Hakdas in the Bible go and check it every time there is a change of government there are opportunities for a Joseph to rise 
I just gave you a deep insight. Election time is rising time. I'm telling you, in the Bible, because there would be seven years of famine and seven years of plenty. But there has to be people who are discerning, who can know who they are at the time. So let me teach you how I pray. I go to God in prayer and I'm praying. Zephrodika talakrata sister lahatas. Oh God of heaven, you are the revealer of secrets. You are the God that knows mighty works. You do great things in the midst of the people. You are the ruler of the heavens and the earth. You said that the eggs is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The worlds and they that dwell therein. What is it, oh God, that I ought to know in this time that I do not know? Wouldn't you reveal it to me? Wouldn't you show me your deepest truth? Wouldn't you show me the agendas in your heart? Wouldn't you show me, would you leave me like this not to know your ways? So I'm praying. And while I'm praying, I see pictures. I see images. God then begins to tell me things. And I always have my phone on a notepad with me. Every time he gives me those words, I write it down. I put it there. Sometimes I memorize and remember those words. And so... I understand also that before every manifestation there must be a pain or a problem season every time Jesus says let's go to the other side there must be pain meaning that when the word comes and says let's go to the other side there must be turbulence you didn't understand what I'm talking about let me explain it to you further the moment God told Moses go and tell the children of Israel that you are going to go to a land that I'm going to show you which is Canaan what happened next Moses um, Pharaoh said oh you stupid people now you think you can just come to me and tell me that God told you to come out and go to this place I'll show you that I'm the king of the earth at this time you know what Pharaoh said Pharaoh said oh my people all the warriors all the soldiers from today were you guys giving them straws they said yes we're giving them straws to walk they said okay this is what we're going to do from today don't give them straws again to walk but they need to complete the tax they have to fetch the straws by themselves and complete the tax at the same time as though you were giving them the straws so he meant that the time and the pain and the hustle and the bustle was increased much more than what they would already experience before because every time the word of the lord comes there must be something that makes it look as though the word of the Lord has not come. So the people of Israel were not discerning. They told they told Moses, listen, we would have just been going through this praying and our problem by ourselves. Why do you come with the word of the Lord? But they didn't know that the word of the Lord always invites adversaries. I, I'm not talking to you this morning. Listen, how do I know is the word of the Lord? Adversaries must come. You know why the bible says it very clearly it says that adversary comes for the word's sake it comes to test the word of the lord when god gives you a word expect problem has this happened to you before you just finished a prophetic service in church you heard god's word and then you are driving somewhere and somebody hits your car or you just heard the word of the lord and then you get to church you walk in the next morning and they say oh we are downsizing and somebody gives you an inside information your name is on the list but you just heard the word of the lord yesterday and you were excited about the word of the lord so how do you combine that together but here's the thing when god gives you a word that word 
is for a set time and when you see that is kairos that it seems as though there is now the hand of God on me it seems listen it's, it seems like there is lightning there's earthquake there's thunders there is something coming together it's like a kairos where it seems as though now I've been hearing the word of the Lord but I feel in my spirit that now is the hand of God so God now says do you remember the word of the Lord that I gave you now that my hand is now on you speak my word but here's the problem if the hand of God is upon you and you don't have a word what do they respond to because the only thing the earth responds to is the word of the Lord it says lift up your heads all ye gates that's the word of the Lord lift up your heads all ye gates be ye lifted up your everlasting doors let the king of glory come in who is this king of glory listen the writer of that subject the question of who is this king of glory it was the gates that asked him the question <laughs> listen how do you get before the gate it says lift up your heads O your gates be ye lifted up your everlasting door and then you now say who is this king of glory you, you're not talking to yourself before the gate lifts up their head they would ask you who is this king of glory that it says the Lord strong and mighty why because you have the word of the Lord listen woe to him who has not the word of the Lord when the season like this comes when the hand of God is now at work you will have nothing to say the hand of God says I will stretch forth my hand and strike Egypt with all of my many wonders my hand there's a verse of scripture I can't remember it now it says isn't it your right hand that brought me out isn't it your right hand isn't it your right hand that strengthened me you know what David said he said your hand yes oh God your right hand taught me to war <laughs> so in warfare please pastor D come God told David with his right hand he said this is how you hold the sword this is how you fight this is how you kill this is how you choke this is how you move this is how you dodge the right hand is the hand of control the right hand the word of the Lord is great but listen I come as a prophet this morning I came to announce to you now is the time for the hand the hand of God that does many mighty works <laughs> hey Sit down I'm gonna teach you oh wow 
time. Time has gone already. I finished service. When I'm just about to enter into the message. So I'm going to teach you how. How many of you feel like. How many of you do feel like. There's something you see. But there's something you are not. And you feel that this period of your life right now is so critical. How many of you feel like an urgency? Like something must just happen now. Something must give right now. Like the next conference left you in a place of where do I go from here? But you know that you have to figure it out quickly. Am I talking to people like me here? Like, where do I go from here? But I, I, I don't have two months to figure out this thing. I don't have three days. I don't have three years. I, the hand of God must work now. It helps you bypass processes of limitation. Nobody will be telling you, do you know your purpose again? By supernatural impartation, you will just know. The same Gideon who was hiding before when Gideon turned to something else <laughs> the people who went to cave Abdullah with David the Bible says in 1st Samuel chapter 22 it said they were people in debt they were people who were distressed 2nd Samuel chapter 22 they were the same people killing people one of them took a sword he fought for over he fought overnight from the morning to the next day the bible says the sword in his hands cleaved to his hands fought all night and he alone slew 400 people at a go this was somebody who was in debt who was distressed who was a nobody when the hand of God comes on you listen this is the process I'm telling you this is the process of life I know when the news started we were not on this level I knew when it seems as though a higher hand came to increase the manifestation they didn't hear it they didn't hear it they didn't hear it I knew when I felt like the manifestation increased let me tell you something I won't go into details one time somebody called me offered me a job I just finished I started working at the time my business I started pastoring the new then I had my business the person called me from a multinational gave me a good offer I was gonna work directly with the CEO of the company great offer good offer with good money they're gonna get me a house get me a car everything I was gonna be traveling around the world with this CEO a popular CEO many of you might know the person would know the person I thought about it twice I look at destiny I look at CEO look at destiny look at CEO look at destiny look at CEO look at destiny look at CEO God told me if you stay with me when my hand comes upon you who are that great mountain before Zerubbabel it says those who wait upon the Lord 
It says, it will renew their strength. Look at what it now says next. It said, they will mount up. Their shoulder pad. You won't need to increase it yourself. Now like this, you go do. It's not you. It's the hand of God raising you. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> it says, they will mount up with wings like eagles. It says, they will run and not be weary. It says, Shola, what you need is my right hand. Listen, nobody can bless you like God. Forget it. All of you who are trying to relocate, it's okay. But listen, you can go to the US, Canada, Germany, and if the hand is not upon you, you would come back here. Because what prospers a man is the right hand of God. Who gives you the land is the right hand of God. The horse is battle ready. But victory comes from God. It's not by him that runneth or walketh. I know many hard-working people that have nothing to show for it. It's the ayah, paya. It's the right hand of God. And listen, woe to them who are at season Zion. When it's your time and you do not know, you miss the season. But I prophesy over you. In your time, you will know that it's your time. And so, it says, the right hand of God is now upon me. Let's close that scripture. Sit, sit, sit. Let's quickly close. And the hand of the Lord came upon me. No, no, no. Verse 4. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones. And I said to him, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 5. Thus hear the Lord God to these bones. Surely, I would cause breath to enter into you and you shall. It's an assertion. You shall live. This vision shall come to pass. This word that God has told me shall come to pass. Verse 5, verse 6. And I will put sin, sin, sin winds, sin news on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Let me explain something. Stay with me. Don't take that scripture away. Some of you, the manifestation in your life is like the word of the Lord thus far. But I sense it happens in the journey of purpose. In the journey of purpose, you see David, the shepherd boy, who has the word from God because it was anointed as you know a king in the backside of the desert but the David who became king of Israel was not the David who was at the backside of the shepherd there was a difference it's like the word of the Lord and now the hand of God that's how you sometimes see people just rise you see like this person was a nobody before from nowhere all of a sudden they just it's like the geographic or the exponential speed in their life it's like somebody just took them by the hand and just said let's go let's go and they skipped many schools many process by the spirit and they just overtook them the same way Elijah outran the chariots of Ahab you're wondering but I know this guy we finished school together how come how did this guy look at the space look at what has happened to this guy you know what happened? The hand of God. Before, he was on the backside of the desert, waiting. 
Then one day, God said, I'm going to stretch out my hand. Listen, do you see that Egypt was destroyed when God stretched his right hand? Some of you, what you need in your life is the hand of God. <laughs> and Jesus said, if I need legions of angels, won't I just command them to come? It means when we say the acceptable year of the Lord, it's not a day. The acceptable year of the Lord is your day. Meaning that the day you say no, this must stop. Then, that's the acceptable year of the Lord. In Genesis chapter 13, there was a king called um, Chadlahoma. He says, in the 13th year, he rebelled. There was, a, there was something the kings were doing to them in the 13th year. They say, no, I won't take it anymore. I can't continue like this anymore. I can't be wandering as if I don't have it, as if I have no God, and as if there is no plan for my life. There has to be a plan for my life. He rebelled. You are happy with where you are until you say no. Let's quickly close that scripture, please. I know my time is far gone. Um, Ezekiel 37. Look at this. Go back to that Genesis 1. Genesis 13. 12 years they served Chedlahoma. And in the 13th year, they rebelled. You've been serving things you ought not to serve. You've been aligning to things you ought not to align to. But in this year called the fourth, you must rebel. You must say no. You must say no. You must say no. You must say no. Can I hear a holy roar in this house? Atala Katalavas Katarabokosa. Oh, my goodness. Let's close. Be seated. Then they prophesied to the bones. Then the bones came together, bone to a bone. But there was no breath inside of them. So he prophesied into the breath again. Then they rose. So the first word, like, can be like Jesus. Meaning he laid hands on the blind guy. And the guy saw men as trees. Then Jesus laid hands again. When you speak the word once, it's not enough to go to sleep. When the thing is not changing, keep speaking the word. Keep speaking the word. Keep speaking the word. Because what must have happened is that the bones can come together, but does not mean that there's life inside them yet. But when you stay on it, as long as the hand is upon you. This morning, we're going to bet something. 
And if I had a two child, sit down, sit down, I'll teach you. Spirit to spirit. Lift your two hands and shut your eyes. Invited to charge, saying, From your spirit to my spirit. That's how I come alive, Kaya. That's how I change my world. Bridge your name, say. Just breathe your name One more time Just breathe your name upon me Breathe For when I read your that things come back to life and I move from glory to glory. Yahweh. Just breathe your name. Now lift your two hands and pray the Holy Ghost. Keep that two hands up. Keep that two hands up. And please pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost. Your two hands up represents the hands of God. Those two hands up represents the hand of God. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh God of Israel. Oh God of Zion. Aren't you the king of the earth? Aren't you the maker of the heavens and the earth? Is there anything too hard for you to do? Aren't you the one who parted the Red Sea? Are you not Yahweh? Are you not Jehovah? Doesn't the mountains keep like rams at the sound of your name? Wouldn't you lift up your son? Wouldn't you lift up your, your daughter? Wouldn't you help this daughter of yours? Wouldn't you help this son of yours? Wouldn't you bring my purpose to life? Wouldn't you show me what I am and who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing at this season of my life? Aren't you God? Would you keep me in this pain? Would you keep me in this problem? Would you keep me in this challenge? Aren't you the God of the heavens? Aren't you the one that parted the Red Sea? Aren't you the one that helped me? 
Aren't you the one that raised me? Oh God of Israel, oh God of the heavens, oh God of the nations, oh God of the nations, wouldn't you arise and let your enemies be scattered? Wouldn't you arise and let the people fall at your feet? Wouldn't you start for me a new thing? Wouldn't you open up a new path? Oh God of heaven, oh God of heaven, I declare by the power of the Spirit, arise, oh God, let thy enemies arise, oh God, do a new thing with me, do a new walk with me, begin a new walk with me. Now begin to declare, I stretch forth my right hands, which is the hand of the Lord, over that situation, and I speak the word of God, I speak the word of God upon it. Oh, no more limitation, no more holding back, no more strongholds. to the lamp upon the throne we raise our eye hey. for his God and God alone Doors. Let the King of Glory come in. Who is this King of Glory? Is the Lord that is strong and mighty? The Lord who is mighty in battle. Would you not lift up your heads, O ye gates, over my family, over my ministry, over my purpose, over my assignment, over my life? Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Now unto the Lamb upon the throne. We raise a sound. Arise, O oh God, let thy enemies be scattered. Wouldn't you rise up, O oh God? Would you watch your son and your daughter go through this? Wouldn't you stretch forth your right hand? Wouldn't you move in our midst? The Lord is mighty in our midst. Is that not a bar Gilead? Are there no physicians here? Is that not a cross? Is that not a word of the Lord? Is that not a palm in Gilead? Arise! Arise, 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 arise! Oh God! Now prophesy it. Can we enter into ancient wells? Something is breaking forth. 
break forth all fountains of the deep cry out Balula Oh Balula Oh Balula Oh Balula Kilo Show song in my spirit it says eh hey, yisha la we ma yeah eh yisha la le we le she aya eh yisha who are thou great mountain before this serubabel thou shalt become a plain oh all of our gods All of our gods My job, oh, Lua My
Era makori mala parakata la makora barakata rabi aramakata ta 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 aya aparakatera akratos karapitas artika karapatas iparek atalamata akite prokota soproko parakata la mahaya ide bitao hallelujah okay All other gods, they are the works of men. All other gods, I will not be silent. As long as, as long as I'm by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.